0: Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, I really appreciate you taking your time to you know, share your thoughts on the election uh, with your neighbors and other folks in the district. Uh, but I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, share you know, your connection with the district.
1: Sure. Uh, my name is Katie Richardson. Um, my husband and I, Brian Richardson, have two kids, um, one of which just finished second grade at Stonewall Jackson Elementary. At EISD school. And our youngest will start two falls from now in kindergarten there. And we've been involved with the PTA since William was in kinder. And I personally have been involved in volunteering in a number of ways at the school. And so I'm very personally interested and invested in how the DISD schools are run and how standards for teachers are set and standards for measuring student success are set, even down to m- minutia like, what are they serving at lunch and how many minutes of recess do children get?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, the... the... Interesting thing about the minutes at recess thing, I mean, that was one of those issues that just recently, you know, got resolved and, you know, playtime got firmly put back into the day.
1: Yes, and I was one of the parents who called people and bothered people. Um, And I was very sad to see Mike Morath get tapped for a state position, although I see why. He's really responsive and capable and smart, and that's definitely somebody I wrote a letter to saying, hey, research has shown that kids need at least 30 minutes of recess a day for their little brains to work. So I was really happy to see a change this most recent school year. Um, They did get 30 minutes of recess, although it was broken up into two 15-minute increments, but I'm not going to complain about that.
0: Well, thank you for being such an involved parent, you know, in a city where so many people, one, don't vote in these elections, but two, uh, you know, so many parents, you know, aren't able to be involved, you know, not to say they don't care or anything, but so many parents aren't able to be involved and so many people, period, uh, either don't engage or aren't able to engage in the schools. You know, I really appreciate, you know, those of you parents. Uh, and other community members that do take their time to engage in and, and vote in these elections. So I really appreciate that.
1: Absolutely. I also feel that it has a direct result on how students perform at a school and how a school is regarded when there is more parental involvement. So I'm definitely a proponent of getting involved in my children's school and being there in a hands-on way as much as I can.
0: Absolutely. So let's jump right in here. Share with me a little bit about your impressions of, you know, how this campaign season has gone. Uh, And then we'll get into, you know, who you know, you're supporting right now. I mean, what have been your impressions from getting the, you know, interactions from both campaigns, the phone calls, the mail, all that stuff. I mean, how are you, you know, viewing this, this campaign season so far as a district two resident?
1: Well, I'm ready for it to be over because I have to say, I am tired of getting phone calls and people knocking on my door and flyers in the mail constantly. Um, that's, I suppose the nature of the game, but it's, yeah, I'm ready for it to be over. Um, And initially, I feel like um, it started out as both candidates being, and honestly, I believe there was a third candidate, although their name escapes me at the moment, originally. And I feel like it was, for the most part, a pretty positive campaign, but I feel like as the date approached for voting, it got to be a little more negative um, from the side of people swinging mud at Dustin Marshall Um, and I don't feel like criticizing someone else is really a platform. I, I want to know what you are going to do if you think someone's doing something wrong. What would you do differently? And I didn't hear a lot of other solutions being offered so that rang a little bit of an alarm bell for me. Um, But when the first election came around, I did vote for Lori Kirkpatrick because I felt like she was another mom like me. She has a student at Lakewood Elementary. um, And I felt that Dustin Marshall didn't really... Because he he himself attended private schools here, and it's my understanding his children do as well, that he didn't have um, a vested interest or any skin in the game, so to speak. And so that is initially why I voted for Lori. And when it was announced that the uh, results were too close, then there would be a runoff. Um, I started paying a little more attention, especially when Mita Havlick um, sent a letter supporting Dustin. And I respect Mita so much. And I really, I campaigned for her, you know, when she ran against Dustin, was that last year or two years ago? I can't last, year. Yeah. Yeah. last year, yeah. Not, Not even
0: a, a calendar year ago. ago, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Time flies. And so probably a little bit, also, of my decision to vote for Lori was just sort of, I was still so disappointed that Meta had not won um, because I really, really, really believed in her message and in her, and I respect her a great deal. And then, when this year, when it came to a runoff, and I read her letter, and um, basically she asked all of us who supported her to move beyond our personal disappointment, and to vote for Dustin because she began working with him after the election, um, and she said her goal originally was to keep him accountable to what he said he would do for our students and our schools, and that she found out that he definitely keeps his word. He's dedicated to improving outcomes for all of our children, and She was very satisfied and happy with his commitment. And her letter really made me stop and think and really ask myself why was I voting for Lori beyond the fact that um, she has a a child in a DISE school. I mean, I do too, but I'm definitely not qualified to be on a school board, I don't feel like. So I really started researching and he, Justin, really does have a solid track record over this last year. Um, And then another letter, um, handwritten, which always catches my attention, arrived in the mail, handwritten on the envelope anyway, and inside it was signed by a number of PTA leaders for several DISD schools, um, some some of whom I know personally and am friends with. I didn't realize they were writing this letter. Um, <clears throat> so when I saw their names on the bottom saying move past, move past it and look at Dustin's record and really consider voting for Dustin because we believe in what he has accomplished this year, that sealed it for me that all of these people that I respect tremendously were pointing at hard facts and a track record and encouraging me to look at those facts. Um, So that is why in this runoff election, I voted early and I did vote for Dustin, so I switched my vote.
0: Wow. So I I know that wasn't an easy decision. I know voting is something that's very personal uh, to people that do it, and it's not so easy to say, look, I dislike this one thing about this candidate but the other things are so good or so overwhelming uh, that I can make this decision And you've talked a little bit about you know how you did it but in terms of balancing okay look I, I, I really wish his kids were uh, in public school but it's not about his kids it's about all of the other kids in DISD and it's about my kids you know what Accomplishments did you look at that made you say, okay, I know personally I don't like that his kids aren't in public school, uh, but even so, there's no conspiracy. He's done good for Dallas ISD students. You know, what helped you come to that decision? What are you happy about that he's done in the last year, I guess?
1: Um, I am happy that he himself is personally involved when somebody has a specific issue or complaint. Um, I know on just my Facebook news feed, somebody had mentioned when it was pouring rain this past Friday, and um, they were concerned about J.L. Long, which is the middle school my kids will attend as well, right down there by Woodrow, uh, mm-hmm. with flooding. And they shared a screenshot of texting with Dustin where he said, okay, I will be down there and I'll meet you at whatever time. And they said, and he did. He rolled his sleeves up and he hopped in. And so I really like the fact that he's not afraid to himself be personally involved in, you know, even matters like that. But I also like where where he stands on the... Recess time, now I don't know how much he personally had had involvement in that, if that was already in motion before he came to office or not, but what I see this last year is that my child did get the full 30 minutes of recess. Like I had really petitioned and asked for, and I know other parents had as well. Um, I noticed that the school lunches are easier to access by um, this app, and I've forgotten what that app is called, but you used to kind of wonder what on earth was for lunch that day, and you would think it was something, and your child would come home and say, well, it was a roll because they were these nasty fish sticks. So, (laughs) and again, I don't know how much (laughs) he had involved with that. But I feel that he is personally committed And he makes himself available to listen to complaints or issues. And I also feel like he is good about communicating to parents of DISD students what is going on and what goals are and things like that.
0: Yeah, so as a District 2 parent, you find him responsive, and you find that he's doing things for uh, the schools that, you know, at least the schools that you are affiliated with uh, that are are good for your kids.
1: Right. I I have seen in these past, whatever, 12 months, 11 months, however, this past school year, I have seen positive changes, and I have seen that he has made himself personally available and – um, open to hearing about what parents see as an issue, so that to me is really uh, nice to be have your opinion welcomed because I you know who knows better what's going on in the school than a parent whose child not only attends that school but I am there at least one day a week volunteering in some capacity. And so you are able to see things that maybe your your elementary school age child isn't old enough to recognize is a potential issue. Um, and so to have somebody who is open to hearing about that and giving you a clear answer about it is really nice and rewarding and refreshing.
0: Yeah, I, I'd imagine so. Uh, so th- there's really only a few more questions I have here, but you know, you've said something earlier about being tired and wanting this election to just be over uh, because of the phones, the knocking, and all of that. And I, my heart goes out to you as a district two resident because in the past calendar year, you guys have really, really had have six campaigns, campaigns uh, and, uh, and have, have been, been, you know, <laughs> under siege. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you, you know, know whether, whether it's both the generals and runoffs for the, generals the runoff school, school board, plus, plus the presidential, plus the uh, primary campaigns.
1: campaign. Yes, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah and, 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 and yeah, right, and
0: the council races, so that's seven. right? I know that you guys are exhausted. But what do you have to say to your neighbors who are thinking, I'm tired, I'm over it, and I just, I'm not voting because I just want it to all go away? You know What would be your message to, to those folks?
1: Well, that's not a very pragmatic stance because whether or not you vote, we are still going to be bombarded. So please vote. And no matter whom you support, you need to vote and you need your voice to be heard. You need to exercise this wonderful right that we have to choose. Um, and... I, I, where I live, I live in the M streets, and on either side of my house, uh, there's Lori Kirkpatrick signs, my both next-door neighbors' houses, um, and when I asked one of my next-door neighbors why she supported Lori, um, she gave the same answer that I originally had, which was, well, Dustin never attended a DISD school, and his children are in private schools. So I know that that is her reasoning. Um, and then across the street from me is a family who has a Dustin Marshall sign with the you know, early voting dates and the election date on there, and they are very vocal in their support for Dustin. Um, and it just so happens that family also has children at stenwell Jackson and I volunteer with them uh, up at school. And so it is becoming more clear to me that the folks who are actually hands-on volunteering or have students in a DISD school, those are the ones who are supporting Dustin. And people who whose children are past school age um, and maybe are not, as involved in neighborhood schools through volunteering or whatever, are more supporting Lori Kirkpatrick. And to me, that is a little telling.
0: Well, wow, you you just said a mouthful. So I'm going to ask you this then. What is your message to those folks that are, you know, supporting Lori Kirkpatrick. You know, a, as a former Lori supporter yourself, and a former Meta supporter yourself. You know, what what do you, what is your message to those folks that are saying I'm not going to vote for Dustin because his kids uh, are in private school, or I'm not going to vote for Dustin uh, because um, of you know X Y Z other reason that has literally nothing to do with student achievement or the improvement of schools. You know, what do you say to those folks other than get over it? Like, like you know, many people have said, "Look, I don't like that his kids uh, go where they go," but you know, that doesn't actually have anything to do with the quality of education he's bringing to Dallas. You know, what's your message to
1: those that's folks? True, and that's honestly, personally, that's a hard one for me to get past. Is that his kids aren't in DIsD schools? But when you look at, and this is what I would tell people, take a minute and look at his track record, so he has a proven track record of actions he has taken and supported over this last term that I feel have benefited not only the elementary school where my oldest child goes and my youngest will soon go, but that has affected all of these schools in District 2 in a positive way. Dustin has a track record that we can look at And Lori doesn't yet have a track record. I appreciate that she's a parent, um, but like I said, I'm a parent too, and I don't feel that I'm qualified to be on a school board making uh, high-level decisions that affect teacher evaluation, teacher pay, student evaluation, you know, building maintenance, Type evaluations and things like that. Um, you know, I've, I've been to a dentist, but I shouldn't be repairing a cavity on anyone. So that's a bad analogy, but I would say please look at the person who does have a track record versus someone who does not have a track record and look at what it is exactly she has a problem with that was achieved over the last year, and what specifically are her plans to change those things and improve things? Because complaining about someone else is not a platform.
0: I I agree with you completely there. Um, saying no or saying the other person is bad is not is not something to you know, build, build a campaign on, um, even though, you know, it seems that the campaign was built on that. Um, so.
1: And I also feel that one of the strongest arguments that she was making early on was, um, beware because Dustin supports vouchers and that, you know, I'm against vouchers and I thought, well, that's, you know, there's another reason that I should vote for her. um, And apparently a lot of people knew, I didn't, that, no, he doesn't support vouchers until he felt that he had to come out and actually issue a statement that said, no, I do not support vouchers. I don't know where that came from. Um, Again, I would, so that to me is, let's look at the actual facts that we can, you know.
0: Right. Don't don't be tricked by sort of the rhetoric and the politics of
1: it. Exactly. Um, Maybe do your own research. Definitely listen to your friends and and things like that, but you should, the onus is on a voter to do their own research in any election. Absolutely. Well, Well, the 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 last thing thing I want to ask you is that, that, you know, look, I know you voted for Dustin, Dustin. I know you hope Dustin Dustin wins, and and you're not alone in that that hope, hope, but... what What do you want want to to see see from your your next trustee whoever whoever it ends up up being i want to see continued progress i feel like this last year is a really good start and specifically at stonewall jackson i think it's a really great start we've um broken ground on an expansion for the main building which is you know long overdue in my opinion so i would like to see progress continue um
0: Right. Yeah. So so that is very much, you know, at the core of of both of these campaigns. And, you know, voters will make a decision on what, you know, vision that looks like you know, going forward. Is it rolling back the clock and changing the system or is it, you know, improving the system that we currently have? And I think that that's something that's been very clearly defined um, by by both campaigns. So uh, that's a decision voters have to make on. On Saturday. So uh, with that, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I know summer is hit, so parents, you know, have you know their kids, you know, for, for more time than they have, have uh, <laughs> in, the, in, in, in the in the past, past couple, couple of months. months uh, uh, but thank, thank you, you so much, much for, for you know sharing, sharing your thoughts with with, with with me and with the rest of the district and your neighbors. Absolutely, thank you. All right, have, have a good day. day. You too. Bye bye.